Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of Geekable. I am joined here today by Nick, who is finally back from vacation, so I'm not just hosting this by myself anymore. <laughs> Good to be back. Good to be back. Glad to have you back. And the uber-talented and amazing friend of mine, you probably know his work or have seen it somewhere. He's everywhere at this point. The one and only Arkin Tiagi. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. I'm happy to be here. Very excited to be here. But yeah, it's, a lot it's of been a long time coming. I've met yeah. Arkin like maybe two years ago at this point. It's been two years. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It actually, doesn't feel like two years. Not gonna lie. I like know. Yeah. Uh, and I instantly fell in love with his work, and we were like, we we talked a lot, and we shared the same passion for things. We're kind of always on the same wavelength when it comes to comic books. And then we were like, let's just. Let's just do something together. Do and something. that's where our friendship started. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, Arkin, you know, it's just really cool. Where are you from exactly? So I'm from India, but I'm in London at the moment. Uh, okay. Here's where I'm staying for now, but I'm not sure where I will be in a couple of years. Got, got a lot of things coming. So yeah, just, nice. yeah. Ah, we're going to see where it goes. Lots of projects, lots of things. You've talked a lot about a certain comic book that you're working on called The Alpha Council, if I recall correctly. I, it, it is, it is, it is. It's the same comic book you're scripting with me. So yeah, it is, it is all that. I just, I have so many projects at this point. It's hard to keep up sometimes. <laughs> it's hard to keep up. So you're just like, yeah, I remember every once in a while. Yeah. So for anyone listening, I did write this amazing comic book with Arkin called The Alpha Council, and it's his baby and his passion project. And I was so honored when he asked me to write the, and like script it for him. He had the whole thing planned out. And I just came in, I basically, you know, added my little touches and I laid out the whole story. And it was so much fun just working with someone that you're so in sync with. And you had, there's like a great creative synergy together. We were always on the same page. We didn't like argue over anything. So yeah, I'm not to see it. Yeah. No, yeah, but like, I mean, like, that's the interesting part. So I don't know if Anis has mentioned this or not, but Anis and I actually co-own another property, like we co-own this other property called Arcane. And that's how Anis and I actually met. I remember going on Reddit, I think about uh, two years ago, and I had this idea in my head for like a sci-fi futuristic uh, uh, fugitive story. And I was like, you know what, let me just like, uh, go on Reddit, ask if there are any good writers there and everything. And this guy texted me and he said, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm writing my own stuff. I'd love to collaborate with you and everything. I was like, sure, like, show me what you can do and stuff, right? So he sent me like a whole bunch of samples and everything. I was like, this guy gets it. Like, you know, the way he was, I was like, this guy, get, like the way he was writing dialogues, right? Like, I talk like that, you know, the, the way I was imagining the characters in my head, they all sound like that and everything. I was like, how, like, what do you have in mind for the story that, you know, I'm planning on building here? And this guy, like, he just started putting his ideas out there and it was exactly what I had in mind. So that's how Anderson and I started. And I remember, I was like, you know what? Let me start working on this with him. But I've got this other thing that I really want to work on. Uh, because superheroes are like, they're my big main passion. Nice. I've, I've, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Nick can relate to that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. cool. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm de- like I, I don't have all of my stuff here, but let me quickly just show you some of it. I've got this entire just like stack back home. I've got like 10 of these just like stacked up with old superhero comics from when I was a kid and everything. Ah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so I'm like a massive superhero guy. And I had this project in mind that I wanted to work on, but I'm not a writer. I had the entire thing planned. I knew what the story was going to be. I had the universe planned out and everything. I had an entire like timeline planned out as well, but I don't know how to write stuff. 
and this guy is like the best writer i know so i texted him i i i interviewed like a whole bunch of writers and i texted him saying you know wow. what i've got this thing in mind yeah but like i was like you know what i'm going to like go and talk to a couple of other people as well to like see what they can bring but at the end of all of it i should you know this guy this guy it all just came back to him like you know i was like you know what i spoke to over 20 people none wow. of them get what i'm trying to do they don't wow. get it. i was like send me a sample what do you think of this this guy sent me a sample of the thing and we were like you know what this sounds like the first issue of the book i want to make so i was like you know what let's get to work he wrote down three full issues for me we condensed everything into three issues and yeah well, i'm i'm just i'm finishing the book now and like we've got some publishers in mind we want to send it to and it's going to be big that much i can tell you where we're planning on making an entire like dense fictional universe so yeah yeah i mean it looks very that. extensive on your on your instagram i mean uh, anyone who's who's listening you know we usually do the plug at the end but for this for this time around i really want to do the plug beforehand in case you're listening yeah. and you want to see the work that that we're going over um underscore a r t art k i n kin underscore art kin underscore is his instagram go on there and check it out it's it's just like he said it's filled with superhero stuff Thank filled you so with much. some of yeah 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 definitely that's yeah. definitely something to check out as we go through the episode and and um I remember Nicholas. Yeah, like Anas told me, like you know, he's, he told me, you know, I've got this podcast I'm going to host with Nicholas and everything, and the guy loves superheroes and stuff. I was like, you know what? I want to talk to this guy once. Like, if he, if he genuinely loves superheroes as much as 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 much as like Anas was saying you do, I was like, we'll get along nicely. You oh, know? so it's like, absolutely. It's, I'm just glad to talk to you finally. Yeah. No. Likewise. Seriously. And and you know, I was gassing you up before the before the show went on, but like seriously, I, this is impressive work. Like you are very. very skilled and and you know just all the mcu stuff you post like you are a fan like that's why i i, I enjoy your content so much too like that's you get it. like even when i yeah like even when i started building the book right so the alpha council is an all readed superhero book and i was kind of thinking about it in terms of what i would want as a fan yeah right because you know i mean i'm not going to lie i love marvel and dc i love some of the indie comic books that you know image publish as well but I've always kind of felt like we don't exactly have stories that have a lot of weight to it. Like there oh, doesn't seem to be yep. any long-term, like you know, oh, yeah. implication or consequences. Like deaths keep, you know, happening, and then people keep getting brought back and everything. So I was like, I remember telling Anna about this as well. I was like, you know what? If we're doing this, I want to make something that is going to stay the way it is. I don't want nice. it to change. Good, yeah. good. You know, like, yep. Yeah. Like the book. I remember telling Anna. I was like, he asked me. He's like. what's your like i told him i said the whole book actually started off as a zombie comic like the alpha comes it started as a zombie comic i remember wow. texting him about it back it was just about this one character back then called duplex and uh, i'll tell you about duplex in a minute but uh, it was essentially just a zombie comic book then uh, and i texted him i was like you know what i've got this idea and i really want to like establish it and everything before i knew it though i kind of expanded it anus was the guy i went to and the thing is you know the boys has recently come out mm-hmm. invincible has recently come out uh there are i mean even jupiter's legacy right there are a ton of like justice league rip offs tons and tons of them you know they've got like you know, these different characters mimicking superman yeah. batman yeah, yeah, flash yeah. and everything i was like you know what if i'm making something i want to just start off by killing the superman character off so three pages in the superman character of my universe is dead 
So wow. and that's okay. what like takes starts the story. So yeah, so, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it just if you could, yeah. if if you could, Arka, just really quick, just like a Reader's Digest version of like what the Alpha Council is, or or what the maybe, elevator pitch. Yeah, what is a little pitch? The Alpha Council follows the story of Surya, and it's set in a world where superheroes are working as registered government officials, the same way cops and army men are. And the story basically starts by following the death of Duplex. Duplex is the world's greatest superhero. He is like Superman in a lot of ways. And the book start, starts off by him getting murdered on live television in the US. And Surya, all, over in, in, all, all the way over in India, gets arrested for his murder. And he gets taken away. But this guy, he's an impulsive, impulsive young chap so he breaks off and he goes on the run to find out who actually killed duplex and clear his name but as he goes on the run he finds a lot of people are scared of even seeing him so the entire book is essentially a mystery about who and what killed duplex and why everybody sees Surya the way they do and basically he essentially gets tangled in this world of superheroes who are after him as he's trying to run off and clear his name and save himself from his own idols so that's what the book is about wow wow that's that sounds super exciting okay well that's hopefully coming soon ish when can we trying to get it done by next year i'm trying to get it done by next year by next year by next year yeah good 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 hopefully hopefully that timeline sticks you know stuff things happen but but um but that sounds exciting as 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 heck and we'll definitely be promoting that on on geekable and uh and you know it's it's really nice having you on arkin because i'm always saying how anas is one of the most creative people i've oh ever my met God. i am so he glad is, right? that someone with about forty thousand followers on instagram and has all this clout is agreeing with someone besides little old me so thank I'm like, you I'm like, honestly honestly i mean like when i heard about you right and i heard about this whole thing that you know with geekable and everything i was like i told anas i was like you know you get what i'm thinking of when i think of superheroes and comics in general i'm just glad you're going out there and like doing something yeah you know when he told me about you i was like okay there's one more that's i am watching so much right now thank you you know i respect <laughs> and care for you both this is so just much. turned into like an appreciation podcast for you Anna. it really it's, it's is comic book it really you're like is. really gassing me up right now like i'm gonna i'm gonna start growing an ego at this point <laughs> oh my gosh uh, yeah, but, um okay so I really want to talk to you, Arkan, and Nick, yeah. hopefully. As you know, anyone listening knows I'm a huge fan of Invincible. We've talked about this Ooh. on the show. And yeah. so is Arkan. But I'm a massive Invincible fan, yeah. Unfortunately, Nicholas has yet to read or watch Invincible. Nicholas, you're missing out, man. No, I know. It's, see, it's not, it's not even like a thing where I'm like, oh, like, I have an excuse. Like, I got nothing. Like, I just, I got to yeah. get around. I got to do just it. Have like, you, gotta, you know what? I'm really trying not to. I definitely won't watch it until I read it. So I, I feel like I have a little bit of, of a safety net there in terms of not watching it. You yet. have a ways to go. It's a pretty like, expensive title. Yeah, and you know me, I love the tie-ins yeah. and stuff. So I'll probably be I'll probably be reading those, and it's it's um, yeah. So I will get there. I will get Nicholas, there. You know the thing with Invincible is like over the span of about I mean, as many issues as it's done, right? They don't exactly reboot anything. Like yeah. you, you like tie-ins, right? You're gonna have to like go all the way back to 2003 and start reading from there. 
So it's wow. it's pretty expansive. I'd right, say. right. Because there's like, no reboot. The clients yeah. have a weight to them as well. They impact the greater yeah. story. It's good. Like, just okay. The okay. client issue of a mini series doesn't mean that you won't be reading the next issue and being like confused, like oh, what's happening in the main Invincible title, and there'd be like a little blurb saying. <laughs> Go check out this issue. Okay. I was actually about to ask both of you yeah. if that's worth because I've heard it is, but I, I don't know. You, you know, you hear the show though, not gonna lie. Weirdly enough, I actually think it's one of the most faithful and like, you know, well adapted. I've heard that too. Like, yeah. yeah. And they brought it to life. They captured this the spirit, the essence of Invincible, and they did it wonderfully. And I'm glad really? that we're having we're living in an age now where the more accurate representation and more accurate, you know, adaptations are happening. You know, yes. those things, they understand where they're coming from. They understand the format and they're paying tribute to it. And I love that. Not just that. You know, the thing with, you know, the thing with Invincible is, Nicholas, I would like, the thing is, I would encourage you to watch the show. You would. Because okay. the thing is, because, you know, the thing is, it's not like a one-to-one adaptation. They change a few things here and there. And part of me thinks that some, some things in the show actually work better than they do in the books. Because so, they gave it more time. Like the first season, yeah. you can say it's volume one of Invincible, really. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's like we're talking eight episodes or I think seven episodes of, and each of them was like 40 minutes. So it's like a full last season, but it only adapts the single first volume of Invincible. And so they have a lot more time to like build characters and build, you know, side stories and right. all those things to really delve into it in a way that the comic book didn't, you know, was rushing to kind of get the story out there. Nice. Okay. Wow. Okay. That that's really good. Let me show you guys one of the books I own, and I'm a massive like Robert Portman fan. He's like he's one of my favorite like comic writers. It's basically in conversation with Robert Portman. Wow. Uh, and this that's was published cool. around the time the Invincible show was being uh, developed. And mm-hmm. he mentions in this book that he essentially wanted an hour long episode for each uh, Invincible season going forward as well. He wanted this to be developed the same way a movie would be developed. And he yeah. kind of wanted it to be developed the same way a regular show would be developed. And he didn't want to be constrained to the animation format that you normally see with like Disney shows or like the Nickelodeon shows and everything. So trust me when I tell you this, it'll feel like a movie when you watch yeah. it. You know? And it's, like it's it doesn't hold like back. A... It's very direct. It's very dark as well. Yeah. It's like yeah. very light yeah. color palette and theme. It gets very dark. Yeah. See, I, that's kind of one yeah. of the things that like I didn't, why I didn't get, I, I looked at the comic and I was like, I don't know, because I'm not, I'm not a big gore person. Like I Ooh. don't the gore, like, really, I'm just saying like, yes, man, it we, can we, be gory at times. Know. It can be gory, but it's, it's more than that. You know, it's not just pointless gore. Yeah. Okay. okay I mean, I think yeah. as a Punisher fan, you'll get that. <laughs> You're a Punisher fan. You're a Punisher I fan. Have, I am a Punisher fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, that's 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 a good. You know, I don't know. It's it's different. You know, Marvel can only make so much gore, right? Yeah. When you're dealing well, with I mean, the, the stuff, imprint had a lot of gore. The the what? The Max imprint. That's why like, I never. That's what scarred me, actually. Really? Would, yep. That's what. That's the Max what, imprint. The Max stuff. I I yeah. read it as a kid really too yeah. young like too yeah seriously yeah. Like, oh like my too, god like, i hate to sound like a weak like dude right now but like seriously i read it when i was a kid and i was like i was like i it like weirdly it did something i don't know what yeah but it it yeah. did something and it still lingers with me today no, you know what i i get I'm not that. joking I, I was like like five years old watching terminator and there was a scene Ooh. where he like rips his skin off and his eye comes out 
I've had nightmares about Jeez, that scene. Right. It's really dumb well. stuff like that. Like the, the Mac stuff, like in that too. That's like the same caliber. I don't know. It's just like yeah, weird. This stuff kind of really fucks with you. Especially I'll, for I'll tell, really I'll, tell you an embarrassing, I'll tell you like an embarrassing thing that kind of scared <laughs> me a lot. Uh, back in 07 when Spider-Man 3 came out. Okay. And there's that one scene where the Venom symbiote is going on Eddie Brock, right? Mm-hmm. And he's almost done getting transformed into Venom. But there's this one shot where the symbiote goes inside his mouth. Mm-hmm. That kind of fucks with me even now. Like that. I know what you mean. Him. I know what you mean. Like, and I and, and Spider Man Three was. I mean, that whole movie pretty much, uh, you know, traumatized me shit. as an individual. It so, me <laughs> it I mean, it traumatized me because it was so bad. That's what I mean. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. But you know what? Now that you bring it up, Venom. I, I really want to talk about this because I have thoughts. Oh, let's do it. Yes. Let's Yo, do it. for sure. Okay. Spoiler territory for anyone. Wait, 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 before, you um, start, though, before you start, before you start, have you watched uh, the sequel yet? No, no, no. That's the thing. I've, I've heard, I've been told about the post-credits scene. That's why I want to talk about it. I watched yeah. it. Okay. Oh, okay. So, okay, good. Yeah, big, big spoiler stuff here. Yeah. Like, stop. We're going to go in and discuss. Oh, Venom we can 2. talk spoilers. Nice. Yeah. We can talk spoilers. We're going to talk about two and the post credit scene that is leaving everyone in shambles, including me. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people are excited for it. I am personally not. Let's get into it. Me so, neither. Me neither. Me neither. What? You're a huge Venom fan. I, I thought you would be like super excited to I'm have a huge Venom fan and I'm not excited for it. Really? Because yeah. of that, because of the movie Venom, is that because of like the cinematic Venom? You just don't, you don't like. About, that's the thing. I love Tom Hardy's Venom. I actually really like it. The thing I don't like is the fact that Venom, right? It's not been tied to the version of the Spider-Man that they're using at all. Like, think about it this way. I can see what they might do. You know, I watched the, I watched the second movie. Wait, can I spoil stuff for you guys from the second? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm oh. fine. I'm not that excited for it. I'm Next not either. I, I haven't seen yeah. it, but I, it's oh yeah. The movie it's it's worse than the first one. Oh God, really? Yeah, yeah. The movie wow. is worse That's, than the first one. Let's just take a second right now. Yeah. I mean, wow. Okay. Jesus. I yeah. didn't think that was possible. Jeez. I thought the only thing worse, worse than Venom 2. Listen, <laughs> if I was to name my three least favorite superhero movies of all time, it would be Venom. Uh, Fantastic 2015. And wow. Was, <laughs> and I love, right. in of Catwoman, I love the Catwoman video game, but the movie sucks. That's funny. <laughs> All right, I, real quick Venom story. I didn't watch Venom, but I was on a really long flight in Asia, yeah. I think. And yeah. I watched Venom 1 at like two o'clock in the morning with like a screaming kid behind me, like kicking and punching. Oh, I mean, like, we're talking a bad movie and then, like, a bad, yeah. ex- like, I yeah. don't like Venom. It's like a bad experience. Just, like, being stuck there and having to watch Venom. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get into it. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, Venom 1, right? Not a good movie. No, mm. Kind of mm. a guilty pleasure, though, not gonna lie. I watch it every once in a while if I want to, like, you know, Listen, just have a lot. I... I went to see it in the cinemas the week it opened. I was excited for it. I was wow, hoping yes, that despite yes. the trailers, it could end up being good. And yes. then I started cringing so hard that it was re- I was re- like it was it was repulsive at that if restaurant scene like with that? the crab or the lobster. <laughs> that uh, was such a bad scene. Did you walk out? And did you finish no, the movie? I'm getting there. Oh oh god. Uh, oh man. Right. When <laughs> it got to the final, when it got to yeah. the final battle and like the yeah. fight scene. 
My yeah. friend turned to me, he was with me, he was like, this is PlayStation 1 level graphics. I can't yeah. do this anymore. And he walked yeah. out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit through. Yeah. I need to see this through. I never walked out of a movie before. I'm going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I should have left. Yeah. You, you should have. See, yeah. trust me. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys a few things just to prepare you in case you want to watch this movie. Okay. I will. No, I'm no, going don't get Saturday. me wrong. I, yeah, I'm going to watch perfect. it. Yeah, for sure. For All right, sure. so a few things to point out. It's right. shorter than the first one. It's about an hour and 30 minutes long. Okay. Okay. Including okay. credits. Good. Including honestly, credits. Good. Honestly, yeah. good. Yep, just cut to yeah, the, yep, short, do short the story. The good. Yeah. It's short in the suffering. <laughs> yeah, so it's an hour and 30 minutes long. Uh, Carnage in the comics is a ruthless serial killer, right? Yeah, we know. He, he is a softy looking for his girlfriend in this movie. Yikes. And I'm not going to lie, there is... Wow. I think I counted it, but Venom, I think, has a bigger body count than Carnage does in the movie. <laughs> that's when you know the movie. And, and that's when you know, Andy Andy Circus, know they got Venom wrong. Like, yeah. this is Andy Circus. I, I yeah. kind of thought, like, this I thought you would say, oh, I had hopes. Good. I had yeah. hopes. I had hopes. And Same. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't, like, start, you know, I can't take the whip out, but, you know, it's just. I'm going to tell you the thing that ruined it for me. Big time. Carnage at the end of the movie is killed. Oh, okay. The, the kill of Carnage. Ooh. I was actually going to ask that. I was going to ask how. I wanted and to see Spider-Man versus Carnage more than... Yes, no, it's know, not right? just Carnage. Bring Woody Harrelson into the MCU. Come yeah. on. They kill Woody Harrelson. They, they, they don't just kill the symbiote. They kill Cletus as well. Oh, my God. Huh. Yeah. At the end of the movie, the visuals in this one, though, not going to lie, they're pretty good. Okay. The visuals okay. are pretty good. That's good to hear because yeah. that, that's that's what that graphic. Like Carnage looks pretty cool. Only thing I didn't like was the fact that he had tongue. Didn't really like that. But Carnage, in and himself, he looks really nice. But after the entire fight is done, right? And guess where the fight is? It's in a fucking church. And guess uh-huh. what's happening while they're in the church? Carnage is getting married to someone. What? Yeah. Wait, Carnage the is The entire what? final... So, you know, Shriek is in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Shriek is basically Cletus's girlfriend from when they were kids. Okay. Oh, my God. And, yeah, and Shriek basically shot... So, basically, the guy who becomes Toxin in the comics, right? I forgot what his name was. I think it was P. Mulligan or something. Yes, he, yes. He, yeah, he basically uh, was the one who was supposed to take Shriek in when they were younger. And Shriek basically shouted in his ears because she's got, got her powers, right? His eardrums bust open and he shoots Shriek, makes her lose an eye. She gets taken to Ravencroft. Carnage is still in, I think, whatever other prison he was in. And basically what ends up happening is everybody thinks that Shriek is dead. Carnage is still think- Carnage is still out there thinking that, you know, he's going to get back with her and, you know, they're going to have a thing again. But at the end of it, he gets the symbiote and Carnage goes to Cletus and says, you know what, we're going to find her again and everything. And then they decide to get married. And that's where the final fight happens. Carnage basically wants to kill Venom. Cletus basically wants to kill Eddie. And Streak wants to kill the guy who got her in, P. Mulligan. So the final fight is basically a three-way battle between the three of them. And at the end of all of it, P. Mulligan basically gets uh, toxin powers. He doesn't Uh, get the symbiote. His eyes uh, just light up. uh, I don't know what happens. He's got his powers now. Not a good movie. Okay. All right. And yeah. With that, let's dip into the end credit scene, which we all want to talk about, and yeah, which yeah, let's talk about that. We've been getting a lot of questions about. 
yeah, this is this is what we've been waiting for. So again, I haven't seen the movie. I know what happens. Uh, and I yeah, like, you go I ahead know. because you're the one who told me about the post credit scene. So tell me how you feel okay. about it. So let's just blurt it out right off the bat. So Tom Hardy is, I mean, I, I'd like to use the word confirmed to be in the MCU. In the MCU. He yeah. Is in the MCU. So yeah. yeah. Um, that's probably the biggest end credit scene in the past few years I could think yeah. of. Um, arguably maybe even ever arguably maybe even ever i mean we have sony yeah. coming in with with uh you know a, no one saw this coming i didn't i thought venom was just going to be its own thing yeah, leave it alone maybe, maybe it looks, like with morbius and you know some yeah, other right right and yeah. so yeah i mean it uh spider-man two, uh three is probably going to have venom in it and that's pretty yeah. crazy <laughs> That's the, the thing. The, I feel like Spider-Man Three is already too, way too overcrowded. We already have the yeah. Sinister Six. We already have, you know, like the three room different Spider-Man. Venom could be the sixth. Venom could be the sixth person. Who knows? Apparently, hey. Rhino is the sixth one. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard yeah, that too. Apparently, Rhino. But what, tell me this though, guys. What do you What do you feel about this version of Venom finally being in the MCU? Not, I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy. He, he's not a good enough of a Venom. All respect to Tom Hardy. Yes. Not Agreed. a good Venom. Agree. I love Tom Hardy. Like, I'm happy yeah. he's in it. But you know what? Yeah. You know what? Like, let's let's take it for what it is. It's here. Maybe Kevin Feige will just get his claws into Venom and be like, this is what we're going to do. We'll see. I, you know, I hope so. Maybe he'll magically change his character around 180 degrees in the MCU. I have an idea for that. I have an idea for that, actually. So the thing is, we don't know how the multiverse works yet, yet right? The post-credit scene basically showed how he ended up in the MCU and everything around him changed as well. Mm-hmm. If he retroactively just got fit into the MCU timeline, does that affect the past as well? Because if it does, what I'm thinking is, Thor 4 is coming out. Yeah. Christian Bale is supposed to play God. Right? Yes. The God Butcher. He's got the Necro Sword with That's him. That's true. Yeah. What I'm thinking is, there is a very specific line that Venom says to Eddie in the post credit scene. He said, oh. I have knowledge from a whole bunch of different universes through one hive mind. Yeah. Right. Damn. Is the hive mind? I didn't know that. I didn't know that mind. was said. Oh, shit. Yeah. He said, I have I have knowledge from multiple universes from one hive mind. Yo, I okay. think well, Null you know might just be coming. Yo. Yeah. I'm guessing I'm guessing Null's gonna come. But it isn't just that. Uh I remember when basically Eddie became Venom, right? When he got shifted into the MCU. Uh and the TV report from Far From Home was playing on the TV. He goes to the TV and says, that guy. He looks at Peter and says, that guy. It almost that's sounds like, I'm like well, how is you how know, does he how know is Peter of any interest? Yeah. I'm thinking maybe he has knowledge of, of a Spider-Man uh, oh. from, 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 from the Sam Raimi oh, universe. Shoot. Oh no. like I, mean, I think yeah, like I think he knows there is a Spider-Man out there because that you know what I think you okay. I think you might be onto something. And here. the symbiote just identifies Spidey as yeah. threat. As yeah. 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 yeah, you know what? 
Yep, I, I would. I'm gonna quote you on that going forward. Arc. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm quoting you because on that. Because I did not make that section at all. I was like, I literally texted Nick. I was like, so what if Tom Hanks was on the on the on TV screen? Right. That I would be suddenly interested in Tom Hanks. Right. Oh, I see. I didn't know Hive Mind was set. That changes a lot, actually. Everything. That changes, yeah. That changes yeah. everything. Especially so, when you mentioned like multiple universes yeah. and the Hive Mind. Damn. That could my, play into what if's latest episode, even. That's the thing. Yeah. My original no. theory was so considering Venom is like, and like especially with this movie, right? He literally calls himself a lethal protector. Like you, he refers to himself as that. He's like, I want to go out and eat bad guys' heads and everything. What I thought would happen was he'd basically get transported to the MCU. That version of Spider-Man is apparently a killer, and Venom's gonna be like, all right, this guy's a bad guy, let's go eat him. Huh. Yep, that's what, that's what I know. You probably nailed that. I think you're. I yeah. think you're on. I think you're hitting the nail on the head for like ninety nine point nine of the stuff you're yeah. saying. Yeah, that's I what think, I think. If they go happened. with what you're saying, I would be satisfied. I'd be. Yeah, yeah. This kind of because the thing is, this kind of this kind of ties in with what the rumors for No Way Home is because the rumors apparently are that the villains get snatched out of the universes right before they died, and they all think that Spider Man killed them. Huh. Right. We know five members of the Sinister Six. Okay. And this version, of, and the MCU's version of Peter is apparently a killer, right? So mm-hmm. I can very easily imagine Venom just coming onto the team and hearing everybody else say that Spider-Man killed him. And then Tom's version of Spider-Man is apparently a killer. That's why he can join the Sinister Six. That's how oh, it's playing okay. out in my head. Okay. I'm going to throw something at you, though, too, yeah. is that in the trailer, when we see uh, Doc Ock come in, yeah, the, like the, the red little eye is, is red. And we know from Spider-Man 3. It's controlling him. It's controlling him. Controlling them. Yeah. We know from Spider-Man Three that when the little dot in the octopus arm is red, that means red. it's controlling his mind. I think he's and if it's you know white, he's controlling the arms. Man, yeah. there's just so much speculation in this movie. This is like Endgame level. I mean, not quite, but what like, do you this feel is like about no way right home, there. Tell me that. What do you, What do you feel about the next Spider-Man movie? Tell me that part. All right. Lo- Real quick, I mean, I couldn't yeah. be more excited for it. Like, I'm like a nervous yeah. kind of excited too. Like, this is Same. big. This is big. Yeah. And like, who knows if there's yeah. going to be a Spider-Man 4? I think there will be. I mean, come on. I, this is the last Spider-Man movie. Come on. Which so, Spider-Man 4 are we talking about? Tom, Tom Holland's version or Tobey Maguire's version? <laughs> we're talking Holland. We were talking Holland here. Fair enough. <laughs> because there are rumors that apparently Tobey Maguire is going to get a fourth movie. So I'm, I'm not going to buy that, but apparently. Yeah, I'm not buying that. But but I want you to ask yeah, Nas real quick what his yeah. what's your I'm gonna let's let's hear what your um I've had an extended conversation with him about this though. Not gonna lie. He knows, yeah, he knows. <laughs> I could not be any less excited for No Way Home. Damn. Um, I thought I what I what I had in mind was you know him on the run being chased yeah. down by Craven the hunter and it would be a Peter-centric movie of who Peter Parker yeah. is yeah. as a human outside of the persona of Spider-Man when they both clash. Yeah. And I, I was really interested to see like a, a yeah. grounded version of Spider-Man without the you know, space, without traveling to other countries and going worldwide. I wanted yeah. my friendly neighborhood Spider-Man on the run. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they were like, oh, you, you thought you know, him gallivanting around Europe and saving the universe is, isn't big enough? Here's the multiverse. Multiverse. <laughs> One yeah. part we got three of them, like right. like you know. I, I really hope we get some like Uncle Ben lore in this too. Like I think it's time for that. Like flesh yeah. him out a little bit. If you're gonna go big, you gotta keep him grounded at the same time. Bring back you know, Uncle at Ben. This point, what I'm hoping for Balance is it. that if they're gonna make Peter the whole cosmic multiversal Spider-Man, 
at least give me a grounded Miles Morales. I think you're getting your wish. I think you just I need to be patient so. for it. I, I, I mean, hope. I think he's... I want but, an MCU Miles Morales who's just like dealing with going to school, dealing with you know being in boarding school and being Spider-Man and sneaking out every night, hiding his secret from his friends, him working with Ned. I want that Miles Morales to be in the MCU, to have a grounded version of Spider-Man yeah, that we, yeah. we don't have yet, to be honest. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like looking at it, like the most exciting, one of the most exciting things in the MCU that ever happened to me was Captain America entering uh, Infinity Correct. War. Correct, mm-hmm. Correct. How, how... I think I would like maybe die. I would go as far as saying I'd, I'd die a happy fan if like we got this when we saw Toby Maguire and I would Toby lose Maguire's my stuff. It nail it. It nail it. Not gonna lie though. See, the thing is, Anis nailed it when he said he wanted a grounded Spider-Man story. I had the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. No, I, I remember too. sitting in theaters in 2019, right? And this is way before, like, you know, Spider-Man almost got out of the MCU. And, you know, even the Tobey Maguire deal happened. Yeah. I was like, Spider-Man's identity is out. And in my head, you know what I always thought? All these villains, someone seem to know his identity. None of them tell the people about it. And then yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that, Mysterio well, that, right. I mean, I was like, yeah. it's only logical, right? So I was excited. Spider-Man would be on the run. It'd be a human 70s inspired Spider-Man story. Exactly. You know? Like Peter would be on the run. He's going to have to make his own suit, you know, because the stock suits could probably be tracked or something like that. That's what I thought. Yeah, 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 so, definitely. You know, he'd actually become like Spider-Man. Then the whole multiversal things started happening. And I was like, you know what? I'm not excited about the movie anymore. I'm excited about no. parts of it. I'm excited to see Toby back because like he's my favorite Spider-Man. I'm excited to see Andrew back. I'm excited yeah, to see William Dafoe again. You know, so, I mean, that's what I'm excited about. I'm not super excited about the story because... What's going to happen? The villains will show up. He's going to fight them. The Spider Men will show up. He's going to fight them. They're going to go back home. That's it. End of the movie. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So, I heard a big rumor, like, I don't know, maybe what? it'll leave off like a big cliffhanger into it, into a spillover. Mm. I don't know. It's just a big movie. I mean, we're talking like, you know, and the and game level movie. Yeah. It kind of. Uh, yeah. Probably the yeah. closest thing we'll get to it, maybe but, like ever. Maybe I, ever. At I, this know. point, um, I'm way more excited for Eternals than I am for No Way Home. Same. Oh. Same. I, Same. I, months away. I don't have the discipline to say that. I don't have the discipline <laughs> to say that. Uh, you know, I hear the words like Daredevil, maybe. I hear the words like this. Yeah. Speaking of Daredevil, did you hear the latest rumor that the is Echo it? series is going to yeah. bring back a bunch of Netflix characters, including yeah. Daredevil, yeah. and it's going to act as Daredevil season four? I did. He has I, a yellow suit in that show, apparently. I heard that too. I heard that too. Yeah, she yeah. Hulk. We might see him yellow with the, suit. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's exciting. You know, I just hope they, they need to rework some stuff. I mean, make like what's her name, Ann Wolf, who plays Karen Page. Mm. Make her like not cry as much. She was just crying the whole third <laughs> season. She was crying the whole Rude season. It's just Rude. I hate to be rude. She's going through a lot. Jeez. Like, I mean, like they need to rework a few. But like, come on, you give Daredevil a budget, a show with a budget. Yeah, honestly, I, mean, I honestly I kind of hope we'd see Jessica Jones back just because I need her friendship with Captain Marvel. That's something that I love so much. Same. From comic yeah, books. and seeing fun. that happen, it would be so much fun. Yeah, tell me this though. I have a question for the two of you. I kind of want to pull it back to Spider Man because like I'm I'm like I'm a massive <laughs> Spider Man fan. Yep. Yeah, but uh, so Anna said he'd prefer considering Peter is becoming this multiversal hero at this point. You know, he's probably going to be one of the faces of the Avengers as well at some point as well. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sure he's going to lead the Avengers at some point. I, oh, but, event, yeah, down the line, down the line. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he'll be leading. Yeah. I don't really like that, not going to lie. 
I don't really like that. But uh, the thing is, do you think now that all of this is said and done, we could actually get a grounded Miles Morales considering MCU's Peter is actually extremely close to being like Miles from the comics. That would be his best friend looking like Miles as well. Miles best That's true. Well. You know? Like you know what? If they're going to go exactly even like bigger, Miles. let's say they're going to go big. You know, third Spider-Man movie, we're doing multiverse. Then tell you what, let them do Clone Saga for the fourth Spider-Man movie and then give me a grounded Ben Riley. <laughs> Wow, Jeez, that's asking a lot. <laughs> oh man, yeah, really. I know. Yeah, geez, uh, Nicholas, but what do you think? Like, do you think, like, tell me this though, do you think that they can ever go back to having a small Spider-Man movie at this point? Okay, Dude's 16 see, I, years old. Yeah, I know. I, I see. I have hope that this is. You know, I think we all think that this is going to be a huge thing, and it is. But like, I just really think that John Watts is going to keep it kind of grounded to an extent. Listen. But at the same time, John Watts is doing the Fantastic Four, so he's like he thinking big now. He is. Oh, he's I mean, he's really big. We could see like a future. The, the next Spider-Man movie could him be joining the Future Foundation and going, Very you possible. know, cosmic. becoming Captain, you know, uh, becoming Cosmic Spider-Man, like the one with like the, you know, the, the at this point, at this point, like even the Eternals are in the MCU, right? I actually do not think it's a far-fetched idea to think that Spider-Man is going to get the power cosmic at some point. There you I go. I think he might just. <laughs> At the, I, I could, yeah, that. yep, way down the line in like I the next like two part Avengers. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, give, yeah, yeah. We could have like Madam Web, we could, he could go so big with Spider Man. There is a Madam Web, there is a Madam Web movie. I heard that, yes. I, is it still in development? Like, it's confirmed, it's confirmed. It's it confirmed. is confirmed. If Sony's Venom is being brought to the MCU, that kind of gives me a little bit of a of hope. That we might be able to see the live action Silk crossing over with Spidey as well. Ooh. There's an Amazon series for that. There's an Amazon That's the series. Thing. They're, making Amazon. They're making Silk right now for Amazon. They're also making Madam Web. So maybe those other characters will find their way to the MCU at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I would go as far as to say there's no excuse for things not to be tied in anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think multiversal travel is going to be a, maybe some possible after this. Doctor Strange. Spider. Multiverse yeah. of Madness? You're telling me that movie is yeah. not going to end with multiversal travel being a, a, We're gonna a normalcy? We're going to have with like the multiversal. America, it's going to be a normalcy. People are going to be popping yeah. in and out. I, it's going to be, I think that's yeah. accurate. I think that's right. I have soon. a question though. I, have, I, I actually have two questions for, for you guys. Number one, do you think this Venom thing is permanent? I hope not. I think it is. I couldn't I see it. Why would they take it away from us after they get like, that's just not... I just I couldn't think. Do you think through all the time? Yeah, yeah. The the second thing I want to ask you guys is, and this is more in relation with like Silk and Venom, having individual projects for these people and not having it tied to an already established version of Spider-Man changes their relationship, right? True. Venom inherently has been a part of Spider-Man. They somehow yeah. managed to make it work without Spider-Man. Same with Silk. Silk has been a part exactly. of Peter Parker. Right. Exactly. Like Venom as a standalone project worked. Now that you br- bring him into the MCU, what is his dynamic going to be with Spider-Man? Right? That's, that's one big thing. The other big thing is Silk got bitten by the same spider that Peter got bit from, right? That's where it kind of started. Like their whole thing was they got bitten by the same spider. Their lives changed on the same day and everything, right? Yeah, but she got stuck in a basement and a bunker. While Peter was a fucking Avenger out there, you know, exactly. he's joining all the teams. He's a big time. But they're also that there's also the thing where they have like those pheromones towards each other and they're so attracted to each other. They can't oh, help. That's like, really fun. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that. 
Yeah. I like that aspect. But that's the thing. Do you think that's ever going to happen considering Silk no. might just Honestly, become a no. different universe? No, but it's still, I was, you know, it might not be the same Silk and Peter that we know from the comics, but I still would like to see those two characters swinging around New York together. Definitely. And that's what we, that's bottom line. Right. I don't think it's too much to ask. It's, I think it's a problem that we have to ask to see Spider-Man like whipping around New York City building to building. We haven't seen yeah. that. We, we really we've haven't. Seen, we've, we've seen one proper swing through New York. One in yeah. the MCU. I remember when Spider-Man got announced to join the MCU, right? Back in 2015. You know what I had in mind? I thought the first movie is going to have Kingpin as the big villain. Ooh, I thought it was going to be. It would have been great. And I think he's coming. And I think he's coming. I think he might yeah, be. Who is coming in She-Hulk or uh, yeah, Echo? 100%, 100%. That's the thing. Like, I thought that was what's going to happen, right? You know, we'd have a grounded Peter. He wouldn't want to join the Avengers. He'd get caught up in their whole mess and everything. Like, it was in the comics, right? Gosh. Instead, you know what? I, need, I need Peter to be fighting freaking Hammerhead and dealing with the mafia. Like, you know, yeah. I want something that. You yeah. can fight more bosses. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little too grounded for me, kind <laughs> of. Like, okay, yeah. you know what? Not even just Hammerhead. What's that, that guy's name? Chameleon. Give me Chameleon. That'd be cool. I think that'd be a really yeah. good cinematic uh, story. Give me Mr. Negative. Negative. Yeah. How big, Thank how you. big yeah. do you want to go? How, how big? Okay, tell me this though. How big would you want to go with Spider-Man? If you could develop Spider-Man from the starting in the MCU, how big would you want to go with him? Well, see, that's the thing. Because I say I want something and then they give it to me and I'm like, I'm happy with this. Mm. Like, I'm yeah. like, ah, ah, like, to an, like, Nick I don't know. Nick is a perpetually satisfied yeah. fan. I kind of, yeah. that's a, that's always, it, it is a problem. I'm very satisfied with what they give me to, to an extent. But, but like, I like that mindset. You're really grateful about the fact that we have the stuff that we have. I, I like that. I guess, yeah. I guess that's yeah. true. I mean, it, this was a big wish to even have Spider-Man in the first place. I mean, like, you know, that's with all this going on True. this that was i mean it's civil war i remember that trailer dropping and spider-man mm -hmm. i flipped i flipped I out flipped. i flipped out <laughs> flipped out and here we are we have been we have been really spoiled we you know having yeah. Kevin Feige said in, that yeah <laughs> like we've had spider-man more in the mcu than we've had both sam raimi and andrew garfield spider-man right yeah tom has been spider-man in like five movies at this point i think yeah he's been he's been spider-man more than both of them so, you know, we, yeah. we really have been spoiled and the future is bright for Peter and his character. I think he's going to stick around for a very long time. He's going to be a mainline yeah. Avenger. I hope. And I look forward yeah. to seeing it. And you know what? Just, yeah. yeah. As, as far as like just putting the cherry on top of that, I, I mean, I would really enjoy a Disney Plus show that's just Spider-Man's life. You yeah. know, 60% life, 40%. 40% um, Yeah. 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 So I don't know. It, you know what, everyone, if, if, if let us know what you think, we've been talking about a lot of controversial stuff here. Um, you know, this is, this, this was definitely one of the funnest episodes. We, I just love talking about the Spider-Man stuff and all that. <laughs> Big Spider-Man fun. Yeah. No, that's, that's all good stuff. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. We're going to wrap up today's episode. If you all haven't already, uh, as I, as I said, in the first five minutes of, of the shoot, Please go and follow Arkin. Amazing art. Just a, so as as you can tell by you know his his genuine uh, passion for the MCU and all things comics. Give him a follow at underscore Arkin A R K I N underscore. Actually, it's Artskin. 
Art it's oh, fun. very it's clever, very fun. clever. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay, Artkin, excuse me. Yeah. Follow, yeah. yeah. Go, please go follow Arkin. Um, and and you know, get ready for uh, Nas's and and Arkin's book. That's very exciting. Um, there's some teasers that's on the page, uh, on on his page. Can't wait to see it all uh, bear yeah. fruition, and hopefully the next year or so. But Arkin, thank you so much for your time. You've been a pleasure to speak with, and, and amazing time yeah. with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so yeah, much. Do this again very very soon. Hopefully when the first issue of the Alpha Council drops, maybe. Oh, man. It's going to be the entire book. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. I honestly can't yeah. wait. This is, you know, it may have started as a passion project for Artkin, but having worked on it, I feel a personal connection to all these characters. Yeah. And I can't wait to see them brought to comic book format as well. Yeah. Hopefully bigger at some, at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, please give us a follow at geekable underscore podcast, where you can keep up to date with the latest MCU news, Marvel comics news, and any other kind of comics as well. We love everything. If you need any recommendations, you're more than welcome to message us. We will be, we will happily give you some good Spider-Man comic recommendations so that you can hope for a grounded Spider-Man with us. And <laughs> thank you for listening and have a great day. Bye.